Welcome to the Burned Out Preacher Podcast, where we have frank discussions weekly on ministry struggles and how many of us in the ministry have gone from overwhelmed and exhausted to calm and equipped leaders who love being in ministry. I am your host, Monique Addison Stinson, Burnout Prevention Coach for Ministry Leaders. Are you ready to overcome burnout? If your answer is yes, then keep listening. Hello and welcome back to the Burned Out Preacher Podcast. I am your host, Monique Addison Stinson, Burnout Prevention Coach for Ministry Leaders, and I help ministry leaders move from overwhelmed and exhausted to calm and equip leaders who love being in ministry, and I'm so excited. Today, I have my first guest, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. So, ma'am, tell the people who you are. Hi everyone, my name is Bree Greyheart. Um, I love to go by the name Bree. It's one of my, you know, better personalities. <laughs> but um I have known Monique for years and she is definitely good at what she does. This is definitely God ordained, okay? I'm just so happy to see this grow and flourish into everything that I know God has in store for it. So I'm excited to be your first guest, little old me. Right, I know, super excited to have you. And I knew whenever I started, and when I was like, you know what, I'm going to start having guests, I was like, Brianna's going to be the first guest. She's definitely the first guest. So tell everyone, because you are a minister, you and your husband, mm-hmm. and of course, over here on Burnout Preacher Podcast, we talk about burnout. So tell everyone what your definition of ministry burnout is like what do you when you hear that what do you feel like what does it say to you Um, well from experiencing my own form of burnout um I uh had my first child at in 2019 um and she was actually a new year's baby um and when I found out that I was pregnant um we actually took our first assignment as supply pastors um while I was pregnant and so to go through that experience so while being pregnant with your first child uh talk about God launched me into the deep uh he threw me I was gonna say he threw you (laughs) He threw me. You want to be launched? Here, let me push you. Um, So I was, um, it was later in 2018 um, when we took our first charge. And I mean, it was a lot of responsibility. Um, I'm a church baby. Um, You know, my mom's a minister, my grandfather's a minister, my uncle's a minister. You know, it, it goes throughout my family. So a PK is nothing new to me. Right. Um, church folk, nothing new to right. me. Um, but being in that position as, I mean, as a first lady, oh my goodness, it was different. I loved it because I loved on the people, which right. I think is just, you know, the foundation of ministry. Right. Um, but the workload, oh my goodness, there is nothing that can prepare you for 
the workload that comes with ministry. Um, so I think it's very- Or being a new parent. Or being a new <laughs> parent, right. And then, you know, the pandemic started not too long oh. after I had her. So talk about being thrown into just different scenarios and situations all at once. It was very overwhelming. Um, but I mean, we loved pastoring. We loved the people. We loved, you know, the work of ministry. We, right. we loved that aspect. And um, our church was not local, so we had to travel. Um, so traveling as a new mom, a new parent with a newborn, and our travel was about an hour and a half one way. Really? I did not realize that. Yes. Oh, yes. It was an hour and a half one way. So talk about that. Oh, man. <laughs> My I first Sunday going to church, the car was loaded with stuff. <laughs> I had like three bags, multiple changing clothes, the, the, the boppy. I had everything you could think of, okay? Oh, my goodness. I did not realize it was an hour. Wow. Yeah. So two hours. Like, Wow. Yes. So round trip, you're looking at almost three hours of being in a car with a newborn. It was, it was definitely something, but it was a good experience. I mean, right. again, I, I loved the people. The people were very helpful. They were very understanding and they did everything they could to help Lolo me, which I was so grateful for. I mean, looking back, I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, girl, how much did you really need <laughs> I had everything that, that would be me though you know that because you think about okay what if what if you know you think about all the what ifs and you try to and that's how we are though that's our mentality we try to pre prepare and pre-plan for everything so I get especially it especially being so far away from home right. you're like right. I can't just run home and get exactly this if I forget it exactly that is crazy so when did you realize because I know we're talking about it now and as you look back mm -hmm. you're like okay that was crazy that's crazy mm -hmm. it's crazy time but when did you realize you were actually dealing with ministry burnout like when did it when did it click I think for me, it really clicked when I couldn't balance everything anymore um, because, you know, my husband, we're such a team in everything that we do. Right. So programs, it was both of us, you know, everything we did, it was both of us. And although I did more of like the clerical work, you know, creating the flyers, emailing it out, getting people, um, you know, we both would sit down and plan out the program together. But after having a baby, she was like, you know, our number one focus as it exactly. should be. And it was like, how do we do all of this now? You know, the time that we would spend planning programs, we had to spend me pumping him, you know, trying right. to take the night shift so that right. we had balance in our family life. And I felt like I was suffocating when it came to church work. Um, and so when I neglected myself even more to care for my daughter, my husband, the church, yes. and I was like last on the list. Right. And I'm like, okay, something is going on. Right. Not to mention I failed my postpartum depression test when I went back to the doctor. Mm. Um, 
But being a good old Christian, I'm like, don't put me on medication. I don't want that. You know, I'll figure it out. And, you know, God bless my doctor. She she went along with me. Um, and I mean, God is a healer. He's a restorer. He can supply all of our needs. But he also gives us medicine and things to help us yeah. on this journey. And exactly. we have to be smart enough to know when we need more help. Right. Um so, but for me, luckily, my family supported me between my mom, my husband, and almighty God, um, I made it through such a dark time, but I realized that it wasn't just the postpartum depression. I was burnt out from ministry stuff. I was tired of, you know, trying to track people down to get them on program and all that kind of stuff. So I think when when the church work no longer became fun and it was overwhelming and just, oh, it was stressful at that point. And that's right. when I'm like, okay, something is going on. Something exactly. needs to be worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that when ministry actually didn't feel fun, like it didn't feel like that thing you, your first love, it didn't feel like that anymore it became a chore and you were just kind of going through the motions. So I had that same feeling and I, I wrote about it before, but I remember when I was in ministry years ago, like I was in my twenties mm -hmm. and I literally was at church every day of the week, I know. <laughs> every day of the week, Monday was steward board meeting Tuesday. Well, actually a steward board meeting, and I think it was another meeting. And then Tuesdays was usually board meeting. And then Wednesdays was Bible study. Thursday, I was over the music ministry. So we had choir rehearsal. And if I was, if there were like two choirs that I needed to rehearse, I would rehearse two choirs on Thursday. Friday was off. And then Saturday was like lay meeting and two, three choir rehearsals. <laughs> and then Sunday, was all the church stuff. So it was um, Sunday school meet or church school. And then um, 11 o'clock service, which I couldn't actually enjoy service because I was working because I was a music right. minister. So I was directing and trying to pay attention to what the preacher's saying so I can, you know, pull out whatever song was in our repertoire that went with the message. I mean, it was, and not to mention, I was working a full-time job. So I get it. It was just a lot. It was a lot. So with all that being said, and with you dealing, I want you to talk a little bit more about postpartum because I don't feel like we talk about that a lot. I don't have any children, so I can't speak to that. But I really want you to spend some time talking about postpartum because I don't feel like we talk about that enough in the church. We don't really talk about a whole lot of stuff in the church, but particularly postpartum. Um. You know, I like to call them the, the pew fillers. The pew fillers don't really understand, you know, right. what sacrifices really take place um, to put on church. Right. Um, and the people who work behind the scenes, we sacrifice, we have to get up earlier and leave later. Right. And, you know, all of what we do behind the scenes isn't always shown on Sunday morning. Absolutely. Um, so it's, it's a lot. Um, and postpartum depression is not really talked about a lot, not only in the church, but, you know, in our community. Yeah. 
um, as a whole, because I didn't even, I wasn't really prepared for it, didn't really know it was a thing, sort of say. Um, and when I failed my postpartum test, I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I was just answering the questions. Honestly, yeah. I thought it was just, you know, new mom anxiety and being overwhelmed and, you know, but the doctor told me like, no, this is like serious and I need you to take it serious and I need you to fully understand, you know, what you're feeling and what you're experiencing and to not kind of just push it under the rug because we don't want it to get worse. Um, we want you to get to a point where you're healthier um, mentally, physically, emotionally in all aspects. Um, and I mean, for some people, postpartum depression, oh, it's just baby blues. Yep. Like, That's exactly you know, what we call it, right? Mm -hmm. That new mom thing, you yeah. know. And a lot of people, you know, push it off to be that. And it's not, you know, I couldn't control some of the thoughts. I couldn't control a lot of the emotion. Um, I couldn't control just those things that, that made me feel overwhelmed. Um, and I knew it was serious when I got to a point where I felt like my child and my husband would be better off without me. Um, I actually got to a point where it led to suicidal thoughts. And um, I actually, you know, got to a place where I attempted to take my own life. And um, I know, I know that it's a trick of the enemy. I know that, you know, when we're in church and we read the Bible and we worship and praise God, but we have to, we have to pass the test at the end of the day. Yeah. And those tests come in different shapes and forms. And when you're in it, you don't realize it, you know? Uh, but I'm so grateful to God, you know, that I got a praying mama. I got a praying community. I have a praying husband who knows me. And he was able to say like, hey, I don't really know what's going on, but... I'm here and we're going to get through this together. You know, like my husband was such a rock, like daddy of the century. Okay. I believe it. He took night shift. He did feedings. He I did everything that needed to be done to fill in the gap, to make sure that I could pour into myself and give myself the self-love that I needed. And, you know, God showed me that self-love is really his love. God's love is self-love. Exactly. Like how we treat ourselves is us showing God how we feel about him. Exactly. And that's what he really brought me um, through and to through that experience. So I'm grateful for the journey, you know, because it was necessary. And I took my smile for granted. You know, I'm a bubbly. I know. I know. I love to smile and laugh and in that season, it felt like work. Right. Um, and so I'm just so grateful. You know, I didn't go the route of some moms have to get medication. Some moms need counseling. Some moms. And my thing is, do whatever you need to do for you. Because I did what I need to do for me. Um, and no matter what, I know what I did for me worked for me. 
And, you know, I took it to God in prayer. I studied the word. I, I, I started caring for myself. I started showering two times a day, doing my hair, even if I wasn't going anywhere, putting good nutrition in my body, making sure I was eating, making sure I was doing some type of movement. Um, thank God we had a dog at the time. So we would go on family walks and that was very beneficial. Who knew just getting outside in some fresh air is yes. a huge benefit yes, burnout or any other type of mental exhaustion. I mean, it was so necessary just going for a walk and we would walk around our neighborhood twice a day so that the dog could go. But God was using that as a tool to help me too. Me and the dog felt better. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so, I'm so happy you said that because with my clients, um, I encourage them to just go for a walk. That is one of the ways to prevent burnout. And so I'm so happy you said that. And they look at me like, what? That's so simple. Girl, no. Friday. Right. It is so simple. And it is something that everyone can do. Even if you aren't able to walk, um, let's say you're wheelchair bound, someone can take you outside. Just that being outside in nature, getting the sun on you. I mean, it's just, that's church. The trees, the sky. That's church. Okay. Come I mean, on. it is. It is. It's everything you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Because like I said, we just don't talk about that in the church. And it's really sad. And when you're talking about your symptoms, it reminded me of the symptoms I had when I was dealing with depression. And especially when I was dealing with menopause, I was dealing with perimenopause. And I had the same everything you were dealing with, which makes sense because it's a hormonal shift and change that we're going through um, when you're when you're dealing with um, uh, postpartum depression, when you're dealing with menopause or perimenopause, it's just your hormones are changing and it can't affect people differently. And I had those ex exact same symptoms as you had very depressed um thought about you know my family would be better off if i wasn't here um and then i had to encourage myself you know i had to continually to pray and it was so hard to because you literally people if you haven't dealt with depression you don't understand but there literally are voices in your head uncontrollable voice. right yeah you, and you're nowhere <laughs> why and you then you start trying to fight those voices and shut them up i mean it's it's crazy it but you have to if you don't have a strong support system you do have to encourage your, you actually if you have a strong support system also you still need to encourage yourself and eventually i came out of it without any medication um like you when i went to um my gynecologist and was trying to figure out what was wrong with me and they, I was answering the questions like you being honest yep. and um I failed <laughs> and she was like you know <laughs> <laughs> that classic you know 
reading through these questions and you could probably benefit from i can't remember the medication oh i can't remember what it was but she was like you can probably benefit from this medication she was trying to sell me on it she was like i took it when i was going through menopause and it really helped me and i was like "Mm -mm, no Mm ma'am i'm not doing it now i'm not saying i'm not advocating not take medication i just know me right and i knew that was not what i needed at the time now if you have full-on um depression and if you're dealing with some type of mental imbalance then you definitely need some type of medication but i knew that wasn't what i needed i knew that wasn't the thing for me and i took the prescription i was like okay yeah mm -hmm. all of all that prescription is still in my drawer (laughs) like i'm not i'm not like i'm not everybody has to do what works for right and that's just a part of knowing yourself like exactly and then like you i was still active in church and so it was i don't even know how to describe it it was kind of an out-of-body experience i guess because i was there but not not Like it's going almost through the like playing two different roles. Right. Because, you know, I was Brie at church and then I was Brie at home. And the Brie right. at church was different from the Brie at home. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if people even notice the difference. In Same. Me. Same. I can't even say that they actually knew that I was going through postpartum. Now, postpartum. I knew. Like, I can sense it. Like, mm-hmm. I would reach out to you. But. Well, you know, you were a part of that community of people. <laughs> Right. But the pill the pill sitters, <laughs> the pill fillers, they just put me to work like normal. She work. Yeah, she oh, she's fine. She just she, had a baby. Yeah, that's all. Exactly. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. As long as we get what we need out of her, she's gonna be just fine. That's yeah. right. But it's so sad. And then we put on this face and we still try to get stuff done, but we're not really there. That and was the mask before COVID right 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 yeah i like that 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 is so true we have been wearing masks before covid hit that is so true i love that and then um it's so funny because even if you aren't smiling like let's say you have one of those, one of those days where you just can't fake the funk at all and they were just like What's wrong with you? And if you tell them the truth, mm mm, mm mm. I even had one person, a preacher. I went to a preacher friend, and thought, okay, this is a preacher friend. I want to tell them exactly what's wrong. Tell this person exactly what was wrong. How about they blame me for everything? If I was literally, if I was, thank God I was coming out of the depression, but if I was like deep in the depression where I was having those suicidal thoughts and then to hear this preacher tell me it was my fault and you need to do this and you know, what if you did this, then that wouldn't have happened. You wouldn't be in this situation, you know, type of deal. I I wouldn't be here right now. I would not be here right now. 
So you have to really, I said all that to say, you really have to choose who is in your bubble and you need to choose who you tell stuff to. Like you really need to be selective and prayed up about that. And so I have learned that, you know, I'm very, <laughs> I don't tell people squat, okay? I don't tell them anything now. And I'm very selective and prayed up about <laughs> about who I talk to. So thank you again. You have to. Or, you do. You have God, to. God sent me guardian angels. That's what I call them. He sent yeah. me guardian angels. And in those low moments, they popped up. They showed up always on time. And, you know, some of my guardian angels don't even know that they're my guardian angels because they would just randomly reach out to me. People who I haven't even had conversations with in years. And it was like, hey, just sending you love and light. And little did they know I was in a room of darkness full of people. You know, it's just, I'm telling you, man, God is the greatest, man. Listen, he's the greatest. VP, okay. <laughs> don't don't let us have church on. Right, right. We're not gonna do that, but we might. I'm just saying, because you guys don't know how we get when we talk. So, <laughs> subject to be moved by the Holy Spirit. Exactly, exactly. But again, I do want to thank you so much for sharing about your experience postpartum depression and really hoping that helps some people, especially for all the female ministers. Whew. The job of a female minister, not saying that the job of a male minister is any different. I'm just saying it's, it's different. different. It's just different for women, period. It's different. For sure. It's different. So sure. different. We have so much that we have. Different. Right, the, right. The level of intensity is different. The journey is so The journey different. is just different. It's just different. It really is. It's just different. So do you feel, how did you recover from that? Or do you feel like you're still a work in progress? Um, I do feel like I recovered, um, but I am still a work in progress because when you're dealing with something that's emotional and mental, I would like to put it in the category of trauma, you know, a trauma victim you know, you might not be dealing with the pain, the initial pain of the car accident, but there are still some types of side effects or, you know, um, different circumstances that are still lingering or things that you still have to deal with. You know, you broke your foot. The bone might have, you know, healed and everything's okay, but there's still physical therapy that you have to do, you know? So um, I am permanently on a self-care journey of making sure to always um, pour into myself, fill my cup. Uh, One of the ladies I follow, you know, she always says, conquer yourself before you conquer the world. Um, And so I love that. Yeah, that's Seven the Stylist um, on Instagram. And um, she just, when I used to attend her personal development calls in the morning when I was going through depression, um, postpartum depression. And um, that was just one of her main things. Like you have to conquer yourself before you conquer the world. And I just believe in that wholeheartedly. Like we tend to get up, hit the ground running and we haven't even done what we needed for ourselves first. Um, So 
people benefit from our overflow not from what's in our cup so we have to have our cup full before we can you know bless people with the excess and access to us and that's exactly you know that's what I teach I know I teach I know don't I sound like a good student I'm so I'm so proud y'all just proud I'm proud I'm proud but yeah pastors and and ministry leaders um pastors and ministry leaders and particularly pastors i'll just focus on the pastors right now that profession the pastoral profession is is similar to that of a caregiver for sure and and we all know caregivers do not take care of themselves nope and like you said, you're giving people the overflow. And if you if people are only getting your overflow, are you really being as effective as you could be in ministry? I'm just gonna put it out there. Wow. That's a that's good a, question. That's an ouch. But are you being as effective as you should be? We we really need to take care of self. And it's not selfish. It is what God expected us to do. We're he requires us to be good Absolutely. students. For everything. Absolutely. Everything. And that's including ourselves. And including yourself. And if you take care of yourself, then you can be a better pastor, a better ministry leader. Um, it just all fans out once you take care of self. And it's really easy to clearly it's easy because there's so many pastors that are dealing with burnout that it's really easy to not think about yourself when you're constantly constantly thinking about people and i've 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 watched so many pastors it's like they're on the, they're like the little hamster on the wheel and they just running 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 and not getting anywhere ministry's dying People are leaving. And they really I think that's because a lot of them don't realize that they're burnt out. They don't. They think they have it all together. They think everything is running like an oil machine. And it ain't. They don't realize how sporadic and all over the place they really are. Right. And right. it's unfortunate, um, not only to the people, right. but to the ministry itself. Exactly. Exactly, because once you get to the point of ministry is a burden, you got a problem. For sure. And it's a huge problem. For sure. And it's usually something, and that's what I find with my clients, is that it's really simple. It's so simple. The work is simple, but then again, it's not because we don't want to to take care of ourselves. I'm not gonna say we don't want to, we don't know how. We don't realize, just like this, the thing that you mentioned earlier about just going for a walk. Just a simple getting outside, going, going for a walk can do wonders. Change everything. It is, it is a game changer you know our bodies need fresh air like yeah, the vitamin d need, i mean we need something we need. as simple as fresh absolutely. air absolutely fresh vitamin air. d deficient 
everybody in the world is vitamin D deficient. Exactly. Exactly. Just, just that, just scheduling. I have another um, friend who is a pastor and I was like, listen, cause he was on, he was um, online. Actually mm-hmm. his church was live streaming. Actually it wasn't church service. It was a Bible study. And so the camera was like really close. I was like, man, I can tell he is, he is burned out. Like I can see it. Reached out to him and asked, um, told him I can see it in his eyes. Asked if he had taken a break. Like, when it, when is your next break? Like, when are you going on vacation? I got nothing. Like, dude, when is your next vacation? You need to schedule a vacation. He says, I don't know how. That's sad. It's very unfortunate. Very. Um, it, it is because most ministry leaders and pastors don't take a break until something sits them down exactly it's not until the heart attack the stroke the brain bleed the answer physical fall to blank 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 you know it's just unfortunate yeah yeah and it's 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 extremely unfortunate that your body has to literally shut you down before you (laughs) Right. Before you decide to take a break, your body's like, you know what? Since you're not gonna do this, I'm gonna have to do this for us. You know, I just, I can't, I can't, I just cannot. You will not do it. I'm gonna shut us down. How about that? I'm telling you, it's it's sad. And you know, if you work any job, you get allotted what. PTO. Yeah. Got a good job. You get PTO and sick time. Right. You know, so it's built into your benefits. So I mean, come on, really? Right. You should at least have that in your schedule for you to have vacation time, um, just personal leave, whatever it is that you need that fits your life. But absolutely. It's definitely necessary, you know. Um, you know growing up I would always hear the older saints say you keep yourself busy so you ain't got time to sin well listen you can sin by thought word absolutely come on now you may not be physically doing it but you're doing it by thought so you might as well take a break I'm gonna take a break might as well just take a break and that's another thing I tell my clients you know whenever at the beginning you know we're in the AME church so at the beginning of each conference year you need to sit down with your team your steward boards hopefully have and you know an administrative assistant sit down and map out when you're going to take a break for sure what you should have already discussed with your family okay okay when are we going to take a family trip when are we going to take some time off you need to sit down and put that in your calendar and your church's calendar. You also need to schedule breaks every single day. Like you mentioned, if you worked in corporate America, you would have breaks. I worked in HR. It was required that you take at least a 15 minute break every five hours. At the fifth hour, you need to take at least 15 minutes, better yet, 30 minutes, at least a 30 minute lunch. Like you have to. And so sit down with your admin for the week whenever you're doing your planning, because I know y'all are doing planning mm. with your admins. Hello. Say ouch, because I know you're not. 
of planning for the week. Sit down and tell your admin, okay, and your stewards, this, this needs to be communicated, but when are you going to take breaks every day? Okay, I take my lunch at between one and two. And literally take a lunch. I don't mean sit in front of your computer and still work and eat. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, step away from the work. Go outside for a little walk. Go have dinner or, excuse me, lunch with your spouse. Do something away from the office. It will do wonders. I don't know why we don't believe in rest. It's so important, you know, when it comes from sleep at night, you know, rest during the day. And, you know, as a ministry leader, as a pastor, as an entrepreneur, you know, we're, we're constantly in grind mode, you know. Constantly. Have to. It is so important I just know. to walk away from the computer, to put the phone down, to have no screen time. I had to learn that. I had to literally put myself on a screen time regiment, okay? Because the screen was next to the bed. Yep. So I had to learn, put my phone, let, Apple is smart, okay? Thank you can you. put your phone on sleep mode. Do not disturb me. <laughs> so when my phone goes yep. on sleep mode, I am no longer allowed to be on social media. Exactly, same. Those are the parameters for myself. Yep. But in ministry, we also have to set those same parameters. It's just so necessary. It's no different than trying to protect the pastor or whoever preached after they preached to not right. be around a bunch of people because they're open. Hey, before I continue, I have to share with you this free guide that I created just for ministry leaders, and it will teach you this 20-minute trick that you can do daily to help you start creating that ministry life balance you've been craving. Just go to my website, businesschurchlife.com, and click the link on the homepage that says, quick, grab your copy now to have this guide emailed to you. Again, just go to businesschurchlife.com to grab your guide today. You know, it's the same thing. You got to protect your mental and take the break. On a daily basis. And yeah. it really comes from, and I'm glad you mentioned this, but it actually leads to the next topic was how do you prevent burnout in the future? And you've already touched on that. You you set um your i do the same thing with my phone by the way i love it i woke up this morning and i had a text and the person was like i'm so happy you have your phone on do not disturb because i hated texting you this morning i'm like well if you hated texting me this early then you should have texted me right but i had my phone set up so i didn't even hear you anyway <laughs> you're still hit set absolutely and that's what people do right i hate to ask you but Exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, so I'm happy that you brought that up um, because I do the same thing and I love, if you don't have an iPhone, I don't know what you're, listen, I don't know what you're doing in your life. I don't even know what other phones are out there. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I can hear my Android or whatever, whatever, not sponsored by iPhone, by the way, I'm just saying, or Apple, but I'm just saying. <laughs> 
but you can do <laughs> but you can definitely do that on your iphone um i do it as well um and i really hope that pastors and ministry leaders do that i also try to do some physical activity but also not just working out to where you're in constant pain but just simple movement you don't have to do i don't know a boot camp every day and um, crossfit like you literally can do some yoga you can do gardening if that's something that you like to do you mentioned walking just something just some type of movement your body was created for movement. I mean, it just was. It's a dance uh, workouts now. Like I go on YouTube and I just pull up dance workouts just because I understand that the movement is good for my mental to give me a moment to, you know, take away from everything on my to-do list that is already extended more than it should be anyway. Oh, we need to talk about that, but go ahead. <laughs> Next time. But, um so the dance workouts help me to incorporate movement without having to put so much strain on myself of oh i need to work out today you know so that's something i'm loving in this um and i've embraced that fully um speaking of which my dance workout is on my schedule to do today um, cause even though the schedule changes, the structure doesn't. So I'm going to make sure that I get that in today. Um, Absolutely. I'm so yeah, proud of you. You, gotta, you just gotta do something to move your body you do. at least for 20 minutes or more. Exactly. That is so, so true. Um, I'm so proud of you, by the way. I'm so happy to hear that. The other thing that I am really, really big into is meditation and yoga. Now, Christians are big. Christians be like, mm mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't do none of that, yo. We don't do, we don't do none of that. Right. We don't do that. We don't do that. But honestly, and you don't have to do yoga, but you need to do some type of stretching. Okay. Some type of stretching. It feels so good, y'all. I just turned 50. Listen, stuff be. You know, that's something I need to try. I haven't really honestly gotten into the. I'm such high energy to bring myself to calm down for that long. Because it's about balance. So you do need, you need to calm down. So is that something good to do like before bed then? It would be perfect. There's, there's different kinds, but I would highly recommend at least meditation. Um, I start meditating in the morning and at night, just, just five minutes. Like okay. you don't need to do a whole lot. At first, I found that meditation was really difficult for me because I was stressed out and my mind was going and I couldn't, you know, I close my eyes and try to meditate. And I'm thinking about, oh, my God, um, what else do I need to cook for today? Oh, my God, I got that appointment tomorrow. Like my mind's right. <laughs> constantly going. Just thinking with your eyes closed. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then I found out that you need to just, First of all, that's going to happen. It doesn't mean that you suck at suck at meditation or anything like that. It just means that you're human and that happens. But one of the tricks is to focus on something positive. Have a scripture in, in mind that gets you through or that helps you to calm yourself 
or an affirmation or something to that effect and just constantly repeat it at first and it'll help calm you down. And so that's what I have done to help me with meditation. Now I can sit quietly, but it was a struggle at first, honey. It was a struggle. And then as far as yoga, yoga is just, to me, it's just really stretching. You, again, you don't have to do yoga. I ain't doing no chants or none of that kind of stuff. But it's, it's really just for the stretching and making sure that my body is pliable enough because stuff, listen, stuff be getting, it's, it gets hard to move, honey. When you get out the chair, you got to, yeah, you need to start doing yoga. Well, let me, I'll try that. I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I keep you posted on that one. Just, just keep you posted. Even after your workout, just if you do some, just a light stretch after your workout, just to kind of get you, get you going. But, um, I'm super excited that you have added that to your calendar. I'm like, okay. I love it. I found this one, um, on YouTube. She does like different songs and things. The one I have planned for today, she is, it's, uh, um 2000s R&B Ooh. I'm so excited okay so you need to send me that yeah I'll send it to you because I'm so excited I'm like I can't wait till we get done with this because I'm going to go to my dance workout. yeah you need to send me that one because I love I love dancing as well it is it just does so much for your mental I mean it just gets you in a whole different place where and that's the that's the key is to get out of that stressful environment whether it be get out of it mentally or physically if you can but just a few minutes 10 20 minutes away from that or thinking about it especially if you can find something that you enjoy to do then it's not a drag it's fun it's like I can't wait to do this for myself today like that's the point where I am now and it's it's amazing on this side of the journey I love it to do this for myself today I know you and you're like who 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 am I right (laughs) who's that girl I don't know that girl (laughs) exactly well, listen, I am, uh, we're, we're almost out of time. So thank you so much for being my first guest. I'm just so proud of you. I really am. Fun. I, I appreciate you for it. You got to You got to come back on. Definitely. And Brianna and I are working on a project. So we'll talk about that later. Yes. Not in this podcast. to come. Yeah, it's coming. (laughs) So we'll keep you guys posted. But tell everyone where they can find you and what the project is that you're working on right now that should be. Well, um, of the many things that God has given me, um, because, you know, not only am I the wife of a minister, but I am a minister in my own right. Um, So I'm currently in school working towards those goals um, for ministry requirements. Um, So I'm super excited for what God has in store for not only me on my journey, but my husband on his journey and just what he's going to do with us as a team. Um, We just we love to encourage people in God. And that is something, you know, that 
people don't really realize like to to love to encourage people that's just a calling within it so yeah that's you know that's my calling I love it I'm grateful that God chose little old me you know to um to share his light with the world but you can find me on Instagram at um it's underscore lifing life like a underscore g um so um my um and then of course i have built by faith apparel i'm actually wearing this shirt today one of our shirts um it's one of my favorites um from the smile collection see miracles in life every day um genesis one and one god gave that to me um when i was going through postpartum depression that you know the first miracle that was created was you know, God creating the world. And that lets us know that every day is a new day full of new miracles. Um, And if we just look for them, we can see them. So to see miracles in life every day, that is what gives us our smile. Um, So you guys, please support and shop till you drop. Um, one thing I love about Built by Faith Apparel is um, we also are on a mission to be a part of the hands and the feet of the church. So every month we donate a portion of our sales to a local ministry. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, our launch day is the 15th of April. Um, so I'm so excited to see the first ministry we'll be able to bless. And um, please go follow it at underscore built by faith um, and follow us on Instagram. And I'm just so excited to see what God is about to do. He is just the greatest, man. He is the greatest. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Like exactly. Why why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? So y'all, you know, like y'all can, you know, interact with me on Instagram. I'm I'm definitely the same way on my story. You're gonna get some encouragement and a laugh. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You're gonna get these encouraging words whether you want them or not. Okay. You never know. I might be talking about Jesus at any given point. You just never know. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I'm going to make sure I link everything in the description so you can have um, all of her Instagram handles and so you can go and follow. But I'm super excited. And again, I'm super, super grateful uh, that you agreed to come on to the podcast. But that is all, everyone. We will see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for having me, Monique. This was awesome. Thank you so much for listening to the Burned Out Preacher Podcast. And make sure you are following me on Instagram. I'm at Burnout Coach Mo. And I would love, love, love to hear from you. So make sure you send me a DM and say hi. And let me know if this podcast has been helpful. Also, it would be very helpful if you would leave a five-star rating for this podcast. As it will really, really help other ministry leaders find this podcast so it can help them also. 
If you leave a rating, make sure you take a screenshot and send me a DM so I can personally thank you. Again, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.